Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Guess who strolls around the corner? Larry King in his wheelchair. <laughs> Legend. Two weeks later, um, I'm then sitting in Larry King's studio interviewing him. And it was just so surreal for me that... It's like he passed a torch almost, man. Like he was the GOAT. Yeah, it's incredible that was a, interviews as well. Yeah, that was a beautiful interview. Though. Seeing that in person at the studio was so surreal. Wherever you guys are watching this show, I would truly appreciate it if you follow or subscribe. It helps a lot with the algorithm. It helps us get bigger and better guests, and it helps us grow the team. Truly means a lot. Thank you guys for supporting, and here's the episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. We got a power couple here today. We got Casey Adams and Jacqueline Burnett. How's it going, guys? Hello. Thanks for having us. Yeah, appreciate you having us on, John. This is actually the first podcast we've ever done together, so it's a very uh, exciting time. Wow. I'm breaking a lot of firsts because I just had Gary and his wife on, and it was their okay. first, too. Oh, that's Love awesome. That. Yeah. I got to say, side comment, both of your hair is like really impressive. <laughs> like, Dude, I hope the, my hair looks as half as good as Casey's, okay? Oh, so no, thank I, you. Yeah. You know, it's funny because I, I mean, you've known me for, for so many years. You've probably seen me in four or five different hairstyles. Yeah, yeah. This has just been a great flow. Jacqueline, uh, she pushed it upon me. Like, hey, I think you look great with long hair. And then over the last two years, I've just owned it. And I personally love it. Yeah. Well, there's something beautiful and to be sad about just the evolution and revolutions of life, including hair, including just your appearance of who you are inside and out. Yeah. So it's part of the change. You know? It's it. part of the I evolution of Casey Adams. No, I'm impressed. I got to learn what products you guys are using. <laughs> for sure. My for hair is sure. dry out here. In the <laughs> for sure. No, I'll it's send you some hair. nice moisture stuff. I love that. Well, what's new with you guys? I know you got a new book, Jacqueline. Yeah. You got the podcast going. Oh, yeah. I mean, I feel like since we last talked, man, I mean, and I'll let Jacqueline speak for her book, but... You know, Jacqueline and I, we and my co-founder Kieran, we uh, we started Media Kits a couple of years back, mm-hmm. MediaKits.com, and that company, which is a creator economy software, uh, pretty much the easiest way for creators, podcasters, musicians to aggregate all of their social media data in one place. Yeah, um, we started that company, raised some money for it back in 2020, and then got acquired last September. So fast, and you know, it, it's cool, and we'll get into it in the conversation. You know, it's one thing to be in a in a relationship with. Um, like in a power couple where someone's driven and ambitious, but Jacqueline was actually the COO of that company mm. and was such an integrative part of the growth. And since we exited and with Jacqueline's story and I'll let her speak on it, uh, she has her book that came out, but yeah. Love it. Yeah, just to touch on that too, you know, building a company with your partner and the people that you love, that you surround yourself around is so powerful. Mm-hmm. And so that experience will forever be 
one of my most experiences kind of in the business world because that was the spark of you and I creating something together, which was really beautiful. And that's not for everyone, right? but I've always known that's my goal as far as in business. I love working with you know, the person who I'm building with in every sense of the way, mm-hmm. which kind of speaks about the book, Happiness Habitat, which is all about being able to access your superpower of happiness that's more quickly and effectively because when you're happy, all these obstacles become mere illusions, right? Yeah. It's a superpower. It's when your lens is just crystal clear and you have room for expansion. And so this book that I worked on over three and a half years kind of delves in to the past 10 years of my professional life, you know, in business and personal life. Mm -hmm. We were just talking about Dr. John Amaral and really doing a lot of self-work because without that, there's no evolution. Yeah. You know, there's no revolutions. And that's what life is about. Life is both long and short. Absolutely. You got to optimize it. So speaking of happiness, how long did it take you guys in your journey, your business journey and your personal life to find real, real happiness? I'll I'll speak on it first because I know you have a great (laughs) answer to it Uh, and I can't follow you up. But, you know, for for me personally, Sean, I, I grew up in a small town in Virginia Um, I have two older brothers come from a great family, you know, my mom and dad, they've always been supportive. And, you know, when I think about happiness personally, I feel growing up, I was always in a state of happiness in the context of, you know, my, my parents pushed sports upon me when I was young. I fell in love with hockey, which then turned into lacrosse, which then led to playing football. And I've just always embraced this. This episode is brought to you by Reese's peanut butter cups and breaking news. Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yes athletic or performance mindset where you know if you're not getting if you're getting better and you're progressing towards a goal whether that's in sports or now in this case business that's where i am most happy Mm. and i feel like my entire life and kind of what and jacqueline can speak on it from her perspective but i feel that in the context of happiness i am relatively shout out to today's sponsor rocket money guys you ever feel like money's just flying out of your account well this app might be able to help you because there's something called subscriptions that are eating out your bank account every single month and there's apps you don't know about delivery apps streaming services you name it you're probably getting charged a monthly fee by a lot of companies and you don't even know you can see all your subscriptions in one place on the rocket money app and you can cancel all the unwanted subscriptions with one tap They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months and negotiate your bills to be even lower by up to 20%. All you got to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that basically finds and cancels unwanted subscriptions. They help you monitor your spending and they help you lower your bills. Rocket Money has been a great experience for me personally. They've saved me money, um, hundreds of dollars on bills. They were able to go through all of my credit cards, all of my bank statements, see what I was paying for on a monthly basis. 
and I found a ton of stuff that I don't even use, honestly. I had an Xbox Game Pass that was being charged monthly. I don't even play games. That one was years old, and they also lowered some of my bills. My phone bill and my Wi-Fi bill were pretty high. They were over 150 bucks a month, and they were able to cut down on those prices. So all in all, shout out to Rocket Money, great product. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash DSH. That's rocketmoney.com slash DSH. Link will be in the description below. Now, I don't want to say happy all the time, but I look at life with a state and a lens of happiness, as Jacqueline would say. Nice. Um, state and of I think gratitude. It, and it's, I think it stems from pro- wanting to progress in your career or in sports and just um, chasing progression in every area of life. That's where I personally find yeah. the most happiness, but... I'll let Jeff speak it's on It's almost end. like the enjoyment of the pursuit of your potential, which my cousin David Meltzer loves to say all the time. Um, but happiness, at least for me as a little kid, I had a really good foundation, which I'm so incredibly grateful for, of you know where my mom was always the most joyful girl ever. My mm. dad, I learned so much about business and life lessons through him. My mom would also, she was an intensive care nurse and very healthy-minded, so that was definitely passed down to me. She would cut out magazine or magazine articles that had to do with, you know, best tricks to be healthy in 2002 or, or not 2002, like 1999, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> something like that. So that was always very inspiring for me. And if you allow, as Casey mentioned, your mindset to be your perspective, which is your reality, then life's going to be beautiful mm-hmm. if you choose to look at it that way. So I choose to look at life with a lens of gratitude. Because that allows you to see the good in all. The light, love, or lessons, I like to say. I love that. Yeah, I started writing down things I'm grateful for every day. About two years ago, I've done it every day since. And it's definitely had an impact on my mental. That's That's amazing. Noticeable, too. It's it's actually, it's great you say that because I... We both actually, we started rocking the Whoops. And uh, I actually had the the (laughs) the founder of Whoop on my show, which is obviously a massive company. But every day when you wake up, Whoop gives you these... And this is like, I'm not partner with them by any means. I just yeah. love the product. They'll give you these set of questions. And one of them is like, did you express gratitude today? And you can kind of set all these questions that you can answer and then it collects data. So over the next 30, 60, 90 days, it'll say like, okay, on the days that you, you know, express gratitude or went to sleep early or drank water upon waking up, mm-hmm. this is how you felt. And this wow. is what I think you should be doing more of. Um, but I remember every time I, you know, if I don't check that box of just li- whether that's living in gratitude or you let the stressors of life sort of take control of your mentality, I think that's when you start to seep into unhappiness or just forget that there's so much to be grateful for in, in this life. Well, Absolutely. I mean, life is multi, it's multidimensional and everyone's so bio-individual and how we feel joy or fulfillment. And just as if, you know, Whoop asks you all these different questions about your life, I mean, that's really wellness. Mm. Wellness is happiness when you're in the pursuit of it. Right? Because yeah. you're focused on that. You're focused on that mission. Absolutely. So when you say life is multidimensional, what do you mean by that? There's so many different facets of how you experience life from the inside and out. You know, you have your communication, you have how your your nutrition, you have your mindset, you have just how you, your environment, the people that are around you. So it's right. so multidimensional and you want to, through life, because we have one chance at this beautiful life that we have, it's so important to optimize each area of those things so you can really harness and have the most beautiful enjoyment of it. Yeah. And I know you guys take networking very serious. So how do you choose the people you surround yourself with? Ooh, great question. question. I think uh, if I could, yeah. Yeah. Um, Does that person 
naturally bring joy to my life and the people that are around me. Mm -hmm. That is the sole thing that I'm looking for, kindness and love. Mm. Because I know everything else is gonna be phenomenal. So if that person is genuinely a great person, I would love for you to be my life. Wow. The minute I see it, you know, or not even the minute, but if somebody that I meet is doesn't come across genuine or loving, now there's a few things. One, that person could just, maybe they're going through a hard time and that's okay. Mm-hmm. And I will do what I love to do, which is try to bring the joy out of them. But if that person's just not kind, yeah. I don't need you in my life. Life's too it's precious. Like a, yeah, it's like an energy suck almost if yeah. you're trying yeah. to. And, and I think from, from my perspective too, and you you get this as someone that's you know been to so many events and have met so many people over the years. Mm-hmm. When I view relationships, and this is a, I, I would say just a, a good thing to reference before I give my perspective on all things relationships as someone that's interviewed hundreds of these world-class individuals over the years, which is a fir- like your first impression of someone is obviously very important. And how you show up and how you present yourself, whether that's online or in person, that's all very important. But at the same time, one of the most important things is don't judge someone if you don't know someone. Mm-hmm. Or I, I think we live in a world where it's so easy to see a clip on social media or see, uh, or maybe someone's having a bad day and they are rude to you in, you know, in the hallway here at the win. Don't let that define someone and how you view them. Yeah. You know, we live in a world where I think giving someone or someone new an opportunity to prove themselves, because the reality with relationships is time is how you get to know someone, yeah. right? Yeah. Spending quality time with people. And that I feel that, you know, for people that may not know, I've had my podcast for six years. I started when I was 17 years old. I'm 23 now. Um, I've interviewed people like Larry King to Rick Ross to mm-hmm. Elon Musk's mom and sister. And over the years of getting to know all these people, you quickly learn that everyone is not only human, but they're dealing with their own problems. They've gone through their own challenges and they're just trying to hopefully get better every single day. Mm-hmm. So embracing this mentality of just wanting to find areas of spending quality time with people to get to know them in relationships to therefore vet, do I see this person in my life or how does this, how can I bring value to this person's life? I think that's always the question you have to ask yourself, yeah. right? And, and I'll end with this, you know, in a world where a lot of people are transactional, the first question I always ask myself when getting to meet someone is just, how can I bring value to this person's life? Whether that's a quick introduction or um, just to be thoughtful about what they're dealing with. Maybe I've dealt with that mm-hmm. myself. Um, and I think a couple of those things are always just a great reference before you really dive yeah. into a relationship. Dude, I love that, especially the part about judging people because I had Andy Elliott on the show, right? And obviously you see his content on social media. It's all about sales, all about money. Are you interested in coming on the Digital Social Hour podcast as a guest? We'll click the application link below in the description of this video. We are always looking for cool stories, cool entrepreneurs to talk to about business and life. Click the application link below and here's the episode, guys. So going into the interview, that was my mindset. Let's talk about sales. Let's talk about money. He didn't care about any of that. I was like, wow. Interesting, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I need to definitely take a step back. And not everything you see on social media is that person. Some yeah. people are just putting on a, a different persona. Absolutely. Um, I want to touch up on relationships because you guys are obviously super young, but you're engaged in a very good relationship. People your age are breaking up like every month, like just yeah. hopping from relationship to relationship. What do you think has kept you guys together? Yeah, well, our foundation is based off of friendship. And I've been in other relationships where it's not first friendship. And I love that case. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 
Six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Lacey and I became best friends, and then we built something more, and we have the most strong respect and love for one another. Mm. And I think that's what keeps our lens clear of each other. There's no cloud in the way. I look at Casey as, I mean, Casey is the kindest and most incredible soul I know. It's true. Wow. And so anything Casey does, that's the lens that I have. Mm. So even to someone else, oh, this is, this is what, like, what if there was another husband and wife and uh, the husband was supposed to clean the dishes and didn't, the wife might get upset. Yeah. But because I have this perspective of Casey where I deem him as the most incredible kind soul, I know that there's a reason if he were to do that. I know that perhaps maybe there was a call, maybe something happened. And therefore, I'm so happy to do that task. Wow, that's crazy. Because most people, <laughs> that would be a fight immediately. <laughs> I, yeah. No, I, I think too, and that's a beautiful perspective. I think for me and um, just for the context of the relationship. So I'm 23 years old. Jacqueline's 30 years old. We have a seven-year Oh, I didn't age know gap. that. Yeah. yeah so okay. you say you're both you. so young. <laughs> oh, no. And that's the thing. thing. So a lot of people, and I, I want to get that out there, especially for the context of as a young man, when we started dating and Jacqueline's a young woman as well, in a world where, and this, it makes sense in business too, like in a world where there's so many options nowadays, right? Like I have friends and, you know, dating apps and yeah. there's an abundance, Instagram, you can slide in the DMs. For me, the same way where in business, you need to commit to something. You can't be the person just trying to do everything because right. you're going to go nowhere. I think it's a, a great comparison to dating nowadays, right? Like when Jack and I were not only best friends to begin with, and we were moving towards this, um, you know, this place of being in a relationship, there was not a doubt in my mind, especially like during that time, that I wasn't going to spend the rest of my life with this human. Wow. Because that level of commitment is so necessary. And if, granted, if, if you're with someone and they did something absolutely terrible, of course <laughs> things change. Right, right. But in the context of how we've grown to uh, be in a relationship, we got engaged this July, and right. it's just been a, a beautiful experience. Like Jacqueline is, has amplified every aspect of my life, whether that's happiness or fulfillment or joy or adventure or um, just passion to get better as a man. And I think if you find that, mm -hmm. you have to have a level of commitment that is unlike anything else you've ever experienced before. Because again, in business, you know, you can, you know, if your company goes bankrupt, great, you can move on to the next one with relationships. You have to nurture it and you can't just let it sink because it, it's all up to you. Granted, things can always happen. But I, I think, again, just the level of commitment that we both have had since the beginning, I think has been uh, very so apparent strong. and strong. And also it's extremely important, just like business, right? You wouldn't just build a business and just do what you need to do, follow the first business plan and keep going and never change it. Yeah. You, you sit down, you assess, you maybe pivot the business plan a little bit. Maybe you add some things in there, right? Mm -hmm. Same thing with a relationship is you have to sit down and consistently talk with one another. What can we do to improve? And what do we currently love about each other? I yeah. think that's something that we actually yeah. do a really good job at. And that's helped us be better partners for each other because there's so much going on in our lives, in our world. So how can we just make life better for each other? Yeah. So and, and I'll say just the last thing on the relationship side too. I, I've sort of embraced this word 
uh, over the years. When I, when I interviewed Larry King back in 2019, it was about six to eight months before he passed away. And a quote that he said on the show that I'll always remember is, I'll never, he said, you'll never learn anything when you're talking. Therefore, mm-hmm. embrace being a listener. And I've gone, I've gone so far where I, you know, I've got the at listener handle on Instagram. I named, <laughs> I named my new company listener <laughs> FM, but it's I true. believe wow. that if you want to be great in business or in relationships, you have to put a, a heavy emphasis on listening because sure. if you go to a dinner and you're, you know, you're, you're the person that's talking the whole time, sharing your perspective, you're probably getting to the end of the dinner thinking, wow. I didn't ask anyone else like how their how their day was. I was just so whether that's excited to share or you forget to listen. I think that's always been um, a priority in our relationship through you know whether that may be fights or arguments or just di- differences in opinions. Being a listener and really hearing the other perspective is the most important thing outside of the commitment because that's how you actually get to grow with someone is to hear that where their perspective is coming from. Yeah, for sure. You look at all the top entrepreneurs, they all have a solid person by their side. I mean, yeah. it's just a common thing you notice and it's, it's really elevated my life and I see it with you guys. Too. Yeah, because I mean, you've been in a serious yeah. relationship for six uh, years. Yeah, six amazing. years now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, That is incredible. But she Congrats, is man. amazing, man. Like yeah. she really is my rock and girls are very good at reading people, man. Totally. Like she yeah. can meet someone within two minutes and know if they're a good person or not to work with. Yeah, no, it's real. <laughs> how, do you, that, how do you ladies do it? <laughs> I feel that intuition also, you can just sense it. I don't know. You By an interaction, if someone, like I said, if someone's not genuine, like, like I'm going to be extremely kind to you and I'm going to try and pull as much as I can out of you yeah. to bring you to a state of you know love or whatever it is. If it's, it's not safe. there. Because we're moving 100 miles an hour. Yeah. So we're yeah. not thinking this person's trying to do something maliciously. We're just trying to figure out what the deal is and then, yeah. you know get caught up in some stuff. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But um, you guys have interviewed the most amazing people. I've seen both of your YouTube channels. You've had on some legends. Which ones really stand out to you guys? Uh, I mean, for me, as I said earlier, I've done almost 500 interviews. And you know, the, the story of how I interviewed Larry King is has always been not only my favorite, but just the most impactful. And there's lessons in it that have applied in every area of life where – uh, one of my good friends, Michael Gruen, back in 2019, he was working with uh, Tillman Fertitta, who's mm-hmm. the owner of the Houston Rockets. Yep. And Tillman was putting out his book at the time called Shut Up and Listen. And I remember getting a text or call from Michael saying, hey, like, um, I'm helping Tillman get on some podcasts. Do you want to have Tillman on your show? He was the first billionaire I interviewed. I remember being at my um, my friend Kieran's house in Virginia, and I'm doing this interview on Zoom. And I was like, <laughs> wow, this is this, this is incredible. Fast, long story short, do the interview. It was great. A couple weeks go by, and Tillman's team invites a handful of people that helped promote his book to the Mastro's in Beverly Hills, which he owns Mastro's, this incredible restaurateur. So I go there. There's probably 25 people there. And I remember Kieran is end up sitting next to this guy named Chance. And as Tillman's going around, letting everyone introduce themselves, once it gets to Chance, Tillman goes... Chance, it was such a pleasure being on your father's show today. He's been an inspiration to me throughout my entire life. And he was on Larry King's show that day. So you put two and two together. Awesome. That's Larry King's son. And Mm. for me, it was one of those things where I'm such a strong proponent of just, again, like getting to know someone and listening where we become, we hit it off, became friends. The next weekend, I was happened to be hosting an event with um, Rob Dyrdek and Drama, his cousin in Los Angeles. So I invited Chance out. We got to know him a little bit more. And I say all that to say, 
I'm not one that would always that would ever say like ask, hey, can I have your dad on my show? But just the timing and the natural organic relationship that we had, it was just along the lines of, you know, it'd be such a pleasure to have your father on my show sometime. Yeah. And I remember it was Thanksgiving Day, 2019. I get a, cha- a text from Chance and I sent him a message like, happy Thanksgiving, so great meeting you recently. And he goes, you know, um, my dad, he, he had a stroke recently. He's not doing too well. But, you know, another time when he's feeling great, uh, I'll let you know. And he'd love to be on the show. Mm-hmm. So the following week, I, Jacqueline and I, Jacqueline's a part of this story. We're in LA. We're, we're, I'm not living there yet. And we're at the Century City Mall and we're about to leave. And I, we're walking to the elevator to leave. Mm-hmm. And guess who strolls around the corner? Larry King in his <laughs> wheelchair. Legend. And... I meet him, send a picture to Chance, and two weeks later, um, I'm then sitting in Larry King's studio interviewing him, and it was just one of those moments where I was 19, he was 87 at the time, and to draw that context of like this young man who I was then that has all these aspirations to interview the greats, and then you know, 87 years old, one of the greatest interviewers of all time, yeah. 60,000 interviews throughout his career, the last 10 presidents, it was just so surreal for me that that was one, uh, and I'll let Jacqueline speak on hers, but for me, that interview has always left such a deep imprint on my interview approach yeah. um, and will always be something that I would cherish. It's like he passed the torch almost, man. Like he was the GOAT. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, that's that's awesome. how it felt. And you had some that incredible a, interviews as well. Yeah, that was a beautiful interview, though. Seeing that in person at the studio was so surreal. So that was really cool. I think for me, um, so back in the very beginning of I was initially living in West Hollywood, California. Mm-hmm. And when first started happening, my cousin David Meltzer said, Hey, why don't you come live with me and the family so you're not alone? You know, it's a ghost town where you are. Yeah. <laughs> so I went down there and I had my podcast at the time. That's when I started writing my book. Dave actually is part of the inspiration behind my book. He actually wrote the Ford. And towards the end of my stay, you know, I got to live in the Meltzer household with my cousins and my family. And it was mm. Such a really, it was a beautiful experience because I got to be in a whole new family unit, of course, with my family. But seeing how, you know, Dave operates every single day from the 4 a.m. all the way to when he falls asleep at like 1030. Mm-hmm. My cousins, how Dave is the father, you know, to his kids and what he's trying to teach them. And Julie, the wife, who I look up to so much as well. That was such an incredible experience. I learned so much while I was there. And towards the end of the stay, like, Dave, I got to interview you. He's like, of course. And so (laughs) it has to be my favorite interview because we did it at the house. We discussed all the things that, you know, kind of went on over the past two months that I lived there and all of his lessons. And, you know, back up to that too. When I first moved from Michigan, that's Mm -hmm. where I'm from, to California, I actually interned with my cousin. I interviewed Mm -hmm. for the role and I, I got the internship. And that's when I was really you know, open to this new world. Uh, and this was back in 2014 when I interned for him, open to this new world of, wow, you know, business and entrepreneurship, angel investing, and this whole new thing where, you know, Michigan, it's a little, it's, it's more conventional, you know, more uh, uh, just what you would expect, you know, Midwest yeah, to be right. <laughs> and so it was, <laughs> it was my first time of being open to this. And so I then interviewed for the, the role after college to work for my cousin. I ended up working for him. And the practices that we learned, you know, in business and personal development will forever live with me. You know, every single day before work, we would meditate for five minutes, super powerful at 7.55 a.m. 
And we would then learn, you know, business lessons every Friday, personal development every Monday. Wow. So it was a great foundation and starting point yeah. for my professional career. That's you know, amazing. that's having how Meltzer as a mentor. That's not bad at all. Yeah, yeah. not at all. <laughs> yeah. Great human. Yeah, Asset well, to the planet. <laughs> absolutely. And I love what he talks about gratitude, too. Yeah. That yeah. really changed me. Um, speaking of mentorship, did you have a mentor? You know, my... My perspective on mentorship has changed so much over the years where I remember being 16 years old, 15 years old, where um, I was in a neck brace for six months when I was 15 years old, coming out of a serious football injury where I was almost paralyzed, got super depressed, had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. And as I was coming out of this injury, that's when I first picked up a personal development book, Think and Grow Rich, How to Win Friends and Influence People. And those you know, the people that I ended up buying their books, the Napoleon Hills, those were initially my quote unquote mentors, especially in the business world and how I think about the world today. Mm -hmm. You know, like growing up, um, my parents were obviously very influential in my upbringing and how I view the world. But from a business standpoint and how I think about it today, it's sort of evolved where from picking up a book and thinking and, you know, learning about the mastermind of building a network and you are the average of the five friends you associate with. I remember being sitting in my room thinking, how do I find a mentor? Like, do I do I connect yeah. with someone and I ask them yeah. to be my mentor? There, and do they like, <laughs> do, are they going to help me? Like, how, how are they going to help me? Do yeah. I ask them to help me? And <laughs> over the years, you quickly learn that you know. There's one person that I always love to reference is uh, this guy named Aristotle Loomis. He's someone that was not only monumental in the success of Media Kits, my last company. Mm-hmm. But he's been a true brother to me in terms of business advice. You know, the type of person where you're like, hey, how's this email? And he's like, spends 30 minutes rewriting it in the most highly intellectual way, in a way that you would never even think to write. You're like, oh, so I should just send it like this? He's like, if you want to get the result you want, I would send it like this. He's a big brother. Someone that's just so hands on. Uh, and that's just one example, right? And I also think too, like you can you can find mentors in every areas of life. Where you know, I, I ran my first marathon last year, and nice. um, a couple of people that I interviewed were mentors about running technique and um, like fueling techniques, yeah. and mentors that can just speak on their experience because they've been there before. Right. Um, so I think mentors for me serve such a big purpose, and I try to learn something from every single person I sit down with on the podcast. I try to take a lesson from a conversation right away and figure out a way to apply it. And I think we, we all have mentors all around us. It's just how you choose to look at it. Because if someone is crossing the road on a busy highway and gets hit by a car, you could say, wow, that person taught me not to do that. Yeah. And you can learn from that experience. The light, love, and a lesson. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but what about you? I mean, you, you, even too, right? Like Jacqueline is my partner and now fiance. I didn't know what... Um, plant-based eating was and by no means am I plant-based but Jacqueline's had a a primarily plant-based diet for years now and I've and she's a certified integrative nutritional health coach and I've learned so much from Jacqueline about the world of just being fit and being healthy that I'll let her speak on but Jacqueline's been such a mentor in that department (laughs) of happiness and nutrition dude I see what you guys eat what she cooks yeah yeah. I get pretty jealous bro that shit looks fire (laughs) thank you next time you're in town yeah I'll show you just for the funny reference um and I'll let Jacqueline speak on I have a folder these are 600 meals over the years that 575 (laughs) that Jacqueline has made I take a picture every time she makes Wow. You're probably 90% of the time. I'm Sometimes an artist in every part of the way. Yeah. I, I'm an artist. I'm a creative. So I bring that into food as well. Yeah. But for me, nutrition has always been a source of fuel. That's what it is, right? It's medicine. It's fuel. It's also enjoyable. It fulfills the soul. Mm-hmm. So as I was mentioning earlier about having grown up in a household that was really mindful about 
what I would eat. I mean, that really followed through into my whole entire life where I became an integrative nutrition health coach with IIN. So I could just have more tools in my tool belt so I can help more people because what you put in your body transpires into how you feel. So it's so important to feel your fuel yourself with premium fuel. Mm -hmm. You want to operate like a sports car, you know? Absolutely. I mean, no doubt about it. When I change my diet up, I can notice the results instantly. I mean, yeah, I used to eat fast food and terrible food, but I, I stopped all of that. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Yeah, so you're not vegan? No, I'm not. I mean, plant based plus. I always say okay. I probably Jacqueline makes a lot of plant based food, and I probably sixty percent plant based food. But okay. I mean, I eggs I every day, eat, yeah. meat yeah. probably like steak once, once twice, three times a month, maybe. I love eggs. I don't um, know if I could give up eggs. Yeah, yeah that's the, for sure. Well, also, <laughs> it's about what's best for you because we're all bio individual. We right. all. We're, we're all different. So not one thing's going to work for someone else. So when people are promoting these, these, you know, certain hardcore lifestyles of eating that might not work for everybody. And so it's really important to test with, with what works best for your body. And even going as far as getting a lab test yeah. and, and testing your blood and just figuring out, okay, is this serving me? Is it not? Because for me, why I'm plant-based is because when I was from fourth grade all the way to end of college, my parents had me on ADD medication. Mm. I don't actually have ADD, really. Wow. It was about how do I best learn? Because everyone has a different learning style as well. The VAK method, are you visual, auditory, kinesthetic? Mm-hmm. So for me, I'm very, very visual and kinesthetic, but I was in a school that was really predominantly auditory, right? And so as I moved throughout my childhood and teenage years, I was putting these drugs that was kind of just numbing me out and just having me kind of like a workhorse, just work, 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 study. Right. And as I got older and really formed my own opinions, I realized this is not how I want to live. I don't, I'm, I'm holistic. I like to be natural. Yeah. And I decided, okay, I'm going to, once college is done or towards the tail end of college, completely remove this. And I wasn't actually so nervous about removing it removing the ADD medications and having that affect my brain, I was nervous because it suppresses your appetite. Mm. So just as what I thought, it did in fact, had nothing to do with my brain, right? Because I immediately went to what I know best of how I like to learn. Mm -hmm. Instead, TMI, but I couldn't go to the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) I I tried everything. I went to the doctor and was put on Miralax for six months. It was crazy. And I'm sure there's so I'm telling the story because I'm sure there's so many other people that are on these when really you just need to learn your learning style. So I tried all different types of uh, diets to try and help me. Of course, drinking so much water, it eventually came down to a plant-based lifestyle was the best for me. So it's important to test. Wait, what'd you say, Brian? Were you on Stratera? No, Vivance, Adderall, and Ritalin. And at one point, Vivance, 70 milligrams, which is the highest dosage you can go. Wow, that's scary. Do I seem like I have someone with some crazy ADD? No. Right? Yeah. They put me on Xanax just for like saying Why? I was anxious. Wow. And that ruined my life. That's a whole wow. other story. But really? yeah, we got to wrap up. But like, yeah, yeah. 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 Sure. No, but I love that message because there's so many people on ADD medication. They tried putting me on that when I was 10. Okay. And did your parents one. say yeah, no? My mom wanted to. My No, wait. No, my mom wanted to. My dad didn't. Okay. So luckily I got saved there. But at yeah, 10 yeah. years old. Yeah, that's insane. Your whole yeah. childhood, man. Yeah. Yeah. So. Fourth grade all the way to, I mean, that's most of my life still. Crazy. Um, great interview, guys. Anything you want to <laughs> close off with or promote? Yeah, I'll say something and I'll let Jacqueline wrap it up. I mean, first off, Sean, 
Thank you so much for having us both on today. I know like, knowing you over the years, I remember you spoke at one of the first events I ever yeah. threw in Arizona. So just seeing your growth and obviously the success of the show, huge congrats to you. And uh, Thanks, for everyone listening or watching, I also do uh, some awesome interviews and it's just called the Casey Adams Show and you can find it anywhere you find podcasts and then my Instagram just at Casey. And then last but not least. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for having us. This has been a lot of fun. We need to make sure you're in LA so we can yeah. do some uh, home cooking over there. But everyone, please check out Happiness Habitat, all the ways to optimize your opportunity zone so you can access your superpower of happiness. So I want you guys, whoever's listening, practice putting on your gratitude lens and see how life looks. Love it. <laughs> check out the book, guys. We'll link it in the description. We'll also link Casey's show. Otherwise, thanks for tuning in and I'll see you tomorrow.